Hello fellow humans, Chris here. So I'm back. I'm going to do a follow-up on the previous video and this is going to primarily be kind of an explanation of in a nutshell what I'm doing out here in Medford and in comparison to uh, Oakland. And yes, shout out to Feral Human again. This is uh, basically a response to uh, one of her comments. So um, yeah, I would say that the hours are definitely better uh, with the job I'm doing here in Medford than they were in Oakland. The the catch to that is that I'm a whole lot farther away from home. So I think that I'm feeling more able to do stuff like this, like responding to videos or, or making videos, than I was when I was closer to home because I was going home on my off days and I was spending time with my family. So since I'm not doing as much of that, uh, it's a little bit easier to find the time. Uh, that and the fact that my hours are a little bit better. Uh, when I was working in Oakland, it was typically about 7.30 to 7.30. So it was usually about 12 hours. But uh, when we did our parking lot days uh, in the evenings, uh, it would tend to go uh, even later than that. Because when you're working in the parking lot, you have to be there until the last car leaves. And uh, much like Disneyland, uh, once you're in line for a vaccination, you're going to get your vaccine. So if they close at 7 o'clock, the gates close. But if you're in line, you're in there. So if it takes 45 minutes to an hour from that point, we stay there till that time. Anyway, um, point there is that the hours are a bit better here. Part of that is not so much because of the operation itself being different, but my role is vastly different from what I was doing in Oakland, which is really, it's been interesting and it's been, it's been good in the sense of uh, really expanding my, my knowledge base and my experience and uh, getting more out of my comfort zone than I, than I've been before. So when I was in Oakland, I was, uh, again, as I may have mentioned in prior videos, I was very much involved in the operation itself, everything besides the giving of the vaccine. So all the sort of support roles and check-in administration and uh, directing people, escorting people and those kind, kinds of things. Uh, now I'm working in the command center, basically. So I am behind the scenes and I'm working as a safety officer and uh, it's basically you work in a command center environment and uh, and um, as a safety officer you're observing and reporting basically or people might report to you just safety concerns and so it's definitely been you know in in my in my job in the coast guard you're in my in my field you're kind of always a safety officer it's it's not necessarily your specific job but they train us to just always be safety observers anyway and uh, risk reward management all that kind of stuff is a, a big part of what goes into our uh, our, our evolutions our um, pre-deployment uh, routine basically so that part of it was fairly easy for me the the, the challenge is you know working that into a multifaceted, multi-agency environment where there's a lot of people working. There's there's Marines there, there's National Guard, Army, and then of course Coast Guard. Um, but there's also FEMA. FEMA's running it. There's uh, U.S. Forest Service. Um, a lot of different types of organizations working together in this common goal. 
and uh, it's 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 really cool. It's uh, I think my two favorite parts about it actually no my favorite part is definitely riding the uh, the Polaris the golf carts the the UTV vehicles that we get to use to patrol the area. Um, that alone is like makes that whole job worth it. It's it's so awesome. It's so fun. There is a a lot of periods of slow time um, because uh, the nature of the job is heavily heavily um, uh, involved with giving these briefs, which I kind of alluded to before, uh, and they're at very specific times of the day. So when it's not during a brief, there's just a lot of time to be a safety observer. So you're you know you're you're observing, right? So what better way to observe than to take one of these golf carts around? It's a very big uh, uh, facility. And it helps you get to more places in a faster time. So that's a lot of fun. I really enjoy that. Uh, nobody really questions the safety person. Uh, you can pretty much go anywhere because you have to observe everything to be a safety officer. Uh, but then the other part of it um, that I like, um, yeah, the other the other part of uh, being a safety observer that I like is the briefs. Um, I get to give these sort of safety updates, just reminding people of the rules, uh, things that I might notice that uh, needs addressing, needs to, things that need to be fixed. So yes, I'm in a C1, uh, Chris Wooten, and uh, yeah, I guess I'm here to kind of settle this, this like, safety plan, kind of the whole reason why we're here at safety, you know, which is some of the some are. Um, but yeah, we're, we're not, we're another professional. So uh, this is kind of the eliminated gift for them. So, and I know that a lot of the people that are here with today are, uh, these situations uh, do come up, uh, and it's important for us to kind of be on the same page in terms of how we handle those. So I just really like to stress familiarizing uh, yourself with this plan. All the sort of worst case scenario in this house, uh, obviously, first and foremost, getting hit by a car, which uh, of course we hope that doesn't happen, but it does happen and can happen and it's happened before. Um, so, of course, stressing all preventative measures. Uh, uh, oftentimes, it's wearing your mask on site. Um, and I, I think I enjoy it because I I kind of feel like it's giving me a little bit of a taste of potentially if I did decide to get involved in politics down the road because you kind of are, you're kind of selling the idea of whatever it is to, to the command. So in my case, it's safety. And probably the biggest in my, just over a week being there, Probably the biggest challenge so far has been, surprisingly enough, workers not wearing their masks. And so where where the kind of like feeling like a politician comes into it is that I, I was kind of selling it. Um, I was saying that, you know, we are actually going beyond CDC guidance. Uh, I acknowledge that, that uh, we're in situations where we're outside. We might be really far apart from other people and by CDC guidelines, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. However, perception is a really big thing, and oftentimes we find that uh, in in government especially, uh, perception becomes the reality. How the public views you becomes the reality because their, their view is shaped by that, even though it might be skewed. So it's very important that you're portraying the right message and so I sort of think of it like here in Oregon in particular, uh, if you've been following the news, uh, Oregon is doing really badly 
in terms of its cases, um, people getting sick, even young people getting sick, uh, because they're just they haven't been doing a good job of taking taking this seriously. And um, the governor here actually just recently implemented uh, high restrictions again, no more indoor dining at all. Um, so I think of it like I picture we're doing this outreach program. You know, we're trying to convince people who are are apprehensive about getting a vaccine to get their vaccine and they can be apprehensive for a lot of reasons some of them think that there's some kind of government conspiracy and uh, some of them just think that it's just fake you know the ghosts of donald trump still ringing in their ears this is just a fake virus if you get to a point where you get some of those people you finally twist their arm enough and they come out to get a vaccine, and they're seeing people in the parking lot, people who are escorting patients, not wearing masks, um, it doesn't help with that perception. If you have a lingering thought that this might just be all fake, fake news, and then you see the very people that are involved in the program not following guidelines, not wearing a mask, it kind of plays into that uh, perception, even though it may not be correct, um, but perception is everything when it comes to the public eye. So in that sense, it's kind of, uh, it's been kind of, it's been pretty cool. It's been, it's been a really interesting experience to be a part of it from a different perspective, still the same operational goals in terms of the big picture, but uh, a very different way of approaching it, a very different uh, purview of, of what we're doing. So yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, it's been a really good experience. I'm I'm definitely glad that I was able to work it out, that I could continue uh, out here. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, the long and short of, of it. Uh, the, the big differences there between uh, Oakland and Medford, at least in terms of operationally, and yeah, that my hours now are about 10-hour days um, versus it was usually 12-plus-hour days in Oakland. So that's nice. And also, um, there's a lot of, like as I said before, there's a lot of downtime. That's where those uh, golf cart and UTV rides come in handy. Uh, but also, it's it's been an opportunity to catch up on things that I need to work on. If, if I have time between you know writing the safety messages and giving the briefs um, and between doing observation... I've been able to work on other things uh, in my career, Coast Guard-wise. I've been able to work on different qualifications, uh, things that for advancement. Um, so that's been really great. And, and you know, the Coast Guard, uh, like anywhere really, uh, is is really big on uh, being able to accomplish things in addition to your regular duties. So even like getting the hearing examiner position was is is good. And then been able to get a couple different qualifications while I've been out these deployments, just in my extra time. So it's been really great. And then the other, the other part of it that I think I've alluded to in the past uh, videos is I have really been very removed from uh, the news lately. I, I've, I mean, I know in a very like cursory sense, just the bare minimum, but I'm really not getting much into it. A lot of that is just because of the, having the time and energy and it's just not a super big priority for me right now and, and uh you know in that sense it's been kind of nice i've i've got a focus here um 
you know, it's a span of control thing. You can only control so much, and uh, if you get boggled down too much in all the terrible calamities of the world, it can it can be kind of depressing and disheartening. That's not to say that you shouldn't be informed, but, you know, if you have a certain type of personality, like maybe me, where I internalize things and uh, sometimes can let things... Uh, manifest and stew it's maybe good to kind of take a break from that and i'm working towards a positive end at least i I like to think that um so yeah that's kind of like a nutshell of what that's been like and then uh, you know the uh, officially actually i guess i didn't mention this in the live video but uh, i have officially taken office now as a hearing examiner for city of sacramento um if you you can actually look me up online on the city website in fact actually i think I guess I technically took effect earlier in April, but on when I when I signed on, um, the oath said as of May first. But uh, of course, they're kind of delaying that anyway because they know that I'm out here. So um, it's it's been working out. They're being patient with me, and they're they're uh, they're waiting for me. And um, I'll be I'm excited to get started on that when uh, when I get back. Um, but anyway, uh, I will leave it at that for now. I will give further updates as they as they come along. I do look forward to getting back into doing a little bit more frequent updates as I, I do seem to have a little bit more time now. And it's nice doing a video uh, in the daylight, actually. You get a little bit of natural light. Um, so that's been kind of cool. Uh, so anyway, I will I will catch up with you all again. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, uh, Ed Jones, Christopher Williams, and uh, Feral Human, uh, my good friend Aaron Brown, who did a... I don't know why I... He gave a comment. He actually chatted on my live video, and I didn't. I never saw it. And uh, I wonder how many other times that happens where somebody is actually there, and I don't see it until after it's been produced. I don't know what that is. Get get on that YouTube. Figure that out. Um, but anyway, I will. Uh, I will catch up with you all again soon. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus. <laughs>